It is Thursday, the 25th of February 2016, and this is episode 272 of Digital Outbox. Welcome to another tech fest. Um, I am Chris, your host, joined uh, by Ian. Hello, Ian. Evening, Chris. How the hell are you? Well, so excited about this this podcast that I even hissed and popped. Anyway, I, I have nothing to say. Yeah, there we go. I haven't got my pop filter on. Um, let's talk about the news. So we've got um, a selection of news. We've got Mobile World Congress, so we'll come on to that uh, a bit later, some of the gadgets and stuff coming out of that um but we're going to start today with uh, banks and hsbc saying they're going to roll out voice and touch id security for their bank customers to uh, remove or reduce the need for um passwords basically uh, they got hacked a short while ago or certainly uh, faced a uh, a cyber hack attempt um and they've had this technology working for some of their big customers uh, they're wealthy customers, and they've now decided that it's uh, going to be rolled out to uh, to the plebs. Uh, and and good news, because for years we've said passwords are broke because the people use the same ones, even though everybody says don't use the same ones because they're hard. You know, to make a to to do a really successful password um, for normals, it's hard. Oh, even with password um, helpers and things like that, people continuously, and I am also guilty in some respects of using, you know, not not sufficient password security. So even though the helpers are there, people have proved time and time again that they're not prepared to, to use them or rely on them. Um, so most, it, you know, is there not a bit of your brain that says... Is this how secure is this really? A, a, a little bit, especially when it talks about, you know, it can't be, it can't. So I'm, I'm actually happy with Touch ID. So I use Touch ID a lot, you know, not just unlocking the phone, but Apple Pay. Um, and, and now that it's open to third parties, you know, getting access to, you know, journals and getting access to 1Password and all that, you know, even yeah. things like my, um, the app that I use for the, the kind of key gens that I've got, you know, for access and Dropbox and Facebook for second factor, two factor authentication. Again, just the, the thumbprint for me. I'm I'm happy with that. So this is this this is where I I, I mean there are obviously clearly very clever people out there. Um, do you remember the net? With it was the I think it was the PlayStation hack that happened. Where the there was once you were inside um, of the PlayStation network, it was pretty much free access because they assumed that no one could get inside. Yeah, and and this is the kind of ringing. This is some of my alarm bells ringing. As far as there's an API call on your phone which says, "Does this person verify that thumbprint?" That happens locally on the phone. You know, you've got to assume that they've thought around <laughs> all these issues. But what happens if you've got a, a phone that you just say, "Well, send a yes response back to that." Um, yeah, that that thumbprint's fine. Uh, and now, you know, now can you then get into that person's, uh, you know, account? Uh, like I say, I'm sure it's all been thought about, but, you know. Mm. As I said, Touch ID I'm happy with. I'm surprised that the voice one that, this, that, that, that they now reckon have got it so accurate yeah. that A, it can't be mimicked, but also it does work through colds. 
and all these other things that get in the way of your voice because your voice does change what about that you know (laughs) i'm sure there's been episodes of of, you know macgyver and things like that where you record word by word your passphrase or something i don't know because it's saying that they're they're also taking into account uh your cadence and things like that yeah to avoid things like this test is password (laughs) you know and all that kind of stuff they will they would not have been rolling this out if it wasn't successful but there was i mean there was a thing through the week that was saying you know most folk have got the old contactless cards now Mm. and how they've got some scammers in Russia who are just walking around, you know, the subways with with. I think cards. I mentioned this. <laughs> Didn't I say this when we were talking yeah. about it? What if you just had a receiver in your back pocket and just and that's rubbed up doing. against so people? So they're walking around and basically picking up 30 quid, 30 quid, 30 quid, 30 quid. Yeah. But you've got to assume also they need to be into the system of the banking system, so surely everyone knows who they are and they will be cl- shut down pretty quickly. But you've got to think. Anyway, um, yes, like you say, it's unlikely they'd be rolling this technology out if they weren't confident it was going to actually reduce fraud rather than uh, cause it more. Nevertheless, there will also be the first story. Let's give it three months uh, where someone has their identity stolen by uh, by some method and their their details are leaked because of they, their voice was incorrectly uh, identified. But, but it's whether, I mean, it's, and it's back to the, and we always talk, I mean, the, the, the big concern hasn't been if password, if, if like your thumbprint's secure, your voice is secure. The problem with those things is you can't change them, whereas you can change a password if it gets leaked. And that's always been the worry <laughs> yeah, about yeah. if somebody steals my thumbprint and basically yeah. stuffed because, and, and can reproduce it because I can't change that. Same with my voice. Yes. That is mine. Yes, if um, someone else is identified as you, yeah. they're going to permanently be identified as yeah. you. There's not going Whereas to be. Whereas if you've got my password, as long yes. as I can get back and control my account, I can change that password and go, yeah. ha ha, it is mine again. And I think that is the biggest concern. It's not the fact, I'm sure some people will crack it, hack it, do something, but does it take it down to 0.001% rather than it being 1%? You know, and is. And that's yeah, where I well, feel we're going that, that this feels yeah. like a more secure system, but there will still be leaks. Definitely go to the, there's a Mythbusters show about where they try and they take some of the most supposedly advanced fingerprint uh, scanners and they break continuously into, you know, several of them. So anyway, uh, yes, it's new world, but but theoretically much better world than than passwords. Um, um, MasterCard has um, rolled out selfie ID checks. So you... you, you... Now this sounded a bit more, (laughs) a bit more out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, just even the title was like, hold on, how is this going to work? But allegedly, what what they are now going to be doing is, um, if you buy like, use a credit card, you get your you get your verification, you know, put in your your, your yep, long number, pass, whatever, your, yeah. your third mm-hmm. letter, tenth letter, and fourteenth letter kind of thing. Instead of that, you'll fire up an app, and it'll ask you to to show me a selfie, show me you, and but it'll ask you to blink or do something at the same time to to make sure it's not a still photo. Uh, and and I, and it will be recorded as the photo that was taken at the time as well. So you'll have that record of what photo was taken to verify this, I guess. Um, yeah, okay. Interesting. So this is coming uh, out in the summer. So MasterCard users, and I am a MasterCard user, um, will seemingly start to see this out. Um, and it's, it's starting off, I think they said it was US and Netherlands last year. And it's going to come out um, in UK, US, Canada, Netherlands, Belgium, Spain, Italy, France, Germany, Switzerland, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and of course, Denmark. Of course. Further story or adding on story, uh, the Apple and Tim Cook uh, refusal to unlock this iPhone. Uh, So obviously that's been carrying on. And 
they're still in the standoff position. So Apple is still saying, no, we won't do it. Um, and the government are saying, yes, please, we want you to do it. Uh, you know, I guess <laughs> what's, what's more to say about this, really, other than they've hardened their stance, really? They've hardened their stance, but, but Apple are actually having to go on a bit of a PR offensive because some of the mm. polls in America are showing that because of the cranks like Trump and some of the right-wing press and... You know, and also the fact that it's such a, a horrible subject. You know, that it does it's all linked to terrorism. It's not linked to a local robbery or something. It would mm-hmm. be a bit more, you know, a bit more tamer. Or if you know, you know, I was wanting to access my wife's phone because I believed there was something on it. You'd be saying, "Well, stop wasting everybody's time because it's linked to something." So it touches a nerve. And um, they're actually coming out worse in opinion polls. So they haven't gone a bit of an offensive to say this is this is what we're asked, being asked to do. Because I think people have got caught up with its encryption. You know, you're asking us to decrypt the phone. It's not all they're asking is give us a give us a nice easy back door. You know, so turn off the five second delay um, from allowing us to crack this. You know, so put in the codes and also allow us to put it in. You know, let's let's go through the ten thousand options that are in there for the four digit codes, and also let us do it over Bluetooth. You know, so basically make this easy, make it easy for us to crack phones, please. And Apple are saying, well, no, we're not going to do this, and also. The back door that the government are currently using, Apple are going to fix in an upcoming update, so they're going to make it even harder. Mm. Um, I I don't know where this is going to go. I still I still think Apple are doing the right thing. They have getting they've got backing from most people. Bill Gates was allegedly on the side of the FBI, but he then had to clarify that he wasn't on the side of the FBI. Yeah, but also no, he had some issues messy, with, and it was like I think he just got confused. He got so many splinters up his ass from sitting in the fence. It was just, just <laughs> shut up, Bill. I don't. I genuinely don't blame him for sitting on the fence on this one. It's not. A... Just put out your yearly letter. I noticed he, he says <laughs> this, this is me and my wife's yearly letter. I was like, wow, you take a year to write a letter. But um, <laughs> it's. It, we'll see. I think they've got until is it tomorrow or Monday to respond. At the end of the day, there'll be a court case which will sort that out eventually. And that's what it's heading. It's going to it's going yeah. to head to court, and it's going to probably head up to the highest. The highest. It's got to. Yeah, and, no point. Interestingly, and, and it, so Tim Tim Cook was on um, was it ABC last night, and he actually he actually said, um, and they talked about the levers that he can pull because he is in charge of Apple. You know, it's not like he's in charge of some you know low bit software company that's trying to fight the good fight and nobody knows them um but the at one point he did say that you know it, i've not talked to obama yet but i will <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah talk about uh your highest chain of power i mean yeah just to be clear the only reason they haven't been squashed taken to court and thrown away the key in in a jail somewhere at the moment is because they are apple uh, that's the only reason that, that that's not happened so far um Ofcom in the UK has told BT that it needs to open up its cable network to its rivals. So the rivals are still moaning that that um, OpenReach is not giving a good service, uh, and it's saying you know it's they're still by by design saying that it gives BT advantages. BT is still saying no, um, but if anyone wants to come and help and invest in this network, which we have to pay for, uh, then 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 so be it. We're happy to do that. Details of this, I mean, it's still not being forced to give up the open reach, so BT is still being allowed to own it. Um, but that's still an option on the table. Um, Ofcom are saying if if their latest uh, opening up techniques don't don't reach the desired you know outcomes. Yeah, I mean, they've basically said um, if we can't get the responsiveness to customers, because this seems to be the, the big thing that they are reacting to. It's it's the yeah. 
the skies and others saying that, you know, we want to move somebody over. We want to put, install somebody and open reach are tardy for us and not tardy for and, BT. And, and that's, I don't think that's true. I think they are equally tardy for everyone, but that's still not the solution that, that Sky want. They want to show, you know, they're getting blamed for a bad service when actually it's the open reach service, yes. which is poor. Uh, but I do think it is globally poor. I don't think it's specifically poorer uh, on these sub no, um, providers. Are, I, I, everyone I hear, I, you know, t- Unless it's a really, really bog standard run of the mill activation or migration, um, it's it tends to fall apart. Even the activations, I'm still. I mean, I, I still repeatedly see people are following Twitter saying third time BT have let me down with no, yeah. just didn't turn up. You yeah, know, no, just, no one turned up to do the thing nobody, they said they were going to do. Nobody showed. Yeah. Nobody apologised. Yeah. You have to phone up and rearrange. There's no confidence that it'll happen, which just seems just seems really poor. So yes, I do see that. I mean, every time I've had BT or OpenReach do something for me, they've done it on time and right. And I guess that's part of what Sky, are, you know, bugged about is it's too inconsistent. There's no, there's seemingly no. Maybe just that you've got the right engineer in the right location, you know. So yeah, I mean, I, I, and I'm I've been with Virgin now for a few years. The last time I had a, any sort of fault on my my phone, which is with BT, was because they'd swapped us over with a local shop. Which was nice of them, <laughs> and um, and we started getting like orders for food, and I was like, hmm, this this you should have played with that. This this isn't no no. And it was like this 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 isn't right, and um, and uh, and to be fair, it, they did sort it quite quickly, but it was more because the local business was basically stuffed. Yeah, they're totally. You should <laughs> you should have had 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 them over a barrel, literally. Um, three. They've um, they've said they're going to block adverts at the network level. So three, the mobile provider, have come out and said we are going to have on our network block uh, adverts or that are we deem to be um, just data data hoggers, irrelevant, you know, experience ruining adverts, uh, and they're going to block them at the network level. Um, they're they're quite known three for their you know. Uh, exploits and and i guess saying things to get them in the news which which this is clearly one of those because consumers probably agree with a lot of this um but certainly their advertisers on their network will not have you basically said three are the ryanair equivalent of mobile well, I, networks? I think they're <laughs> heading that way aren't they they're, they're trying to remain relevant there's going to be a uh, fat tax buy, buy your phone and if you're a fatty you need to pay more <laughs> yeah. You know, and 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 three are just saying, look, it should be advertisers that pay for supply of this content over our network. It should not be our consumers it's... paying for stuff that is irrelevant, is annoying, and it degrades the performance. And and they they are right. There's, there's some sites and experiences out there which are totally ruined by by advertising, but they are also likely the only reason they're there is because of that revenue. Absolutely, I think it's really difficult, and it's. I mean, part of me I can applaud them. It's a bit like when you know Apple and Samsung and others have said, you know, we're going to block, you know, or allow you to block adverts. Um, but at the same time, the the one tweet that summed up how this, why this is so difficult, um, was um, somebody from an it was like one of the smaller gadget sites, and it was saying thanks three for sending the press release, um, that is basically going to put my site out of business. And you want me to cover it to cover your news, because you don't pay me to cover your news, and it's adverts that pay for me to talk about it and to critique on it. But you're going to start blocking them. And there will be endless um, voices similar to that, 
and and I, can, I guess I, I guess I mean so so what do you do if you're then on three? Do you then start saying you know it's a bit we talked about was it last time we talked that, that people are now saying if you're, you're doing an ad blocker, so I'm not going to show you the content. So does yeah. that mean a whole other three um, network customers are going to be like I went to this page and there was no content. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, how how that that all gets detected and stuff is beyond yeah. me. So that, let's let's wait and see how they deal with it. But I think you're right. I think that is what will happen. So we cannot support you because your network. Because then then the power of the people will come into the come into play. But I, anyway, I still think there's an element of three just keeping in the news headlines with that, uh, and I don't think they ever believe it. Probably, you know, I don't think they'll ever believe that it will um, last. No, and it was, but, yeah. I mean, it was an Israeli firm. I'm trying to see if in the article I put in in what the the firm name was. Um, yeah shine we covered them about two or three years ago and they yes, believed they, they had and they were talking to i think o2 at the time and a few others so i'm guessing three have been the first one to, to, to <laughs> anyone's a bit yeah <laughs> yeah uh if you've just spent out on a nice 4k tv then you can rejoice in the announcement that, that planet earth sequel planet earth 2 will be coming out from the bbc and it'll have attenborough like like all things should uh, but it, do you know, I read this and thought about our, our, we had a chat at Christmas, didn't we? But TVs, you were looking mm. at 4K. I do think we did the same last year. 4K is at the right time, and you know I was buying. And we decided multiple times that it wasn't. Yeah, and I was I was buying a TV at, 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 at Christmas, not for me, but but you know for mum, and it was like it's 4K, right? Probably not. There's no content. You know, Sky's offering's not there. Um, not going to start seeing 4K, you know, videos anytime soon. But, but then I saw this, and the reason I put this in was it just reminded me of I'd got an HD telly. Predominantly, I got an HD telly for Xbox 360 coming out. I remember I remember at work, all that stuff happening at the same time that got a little bit of a nice bonus and, and, and bought the TV, and it was for Xbox 360, and the World Cup was about to come on, and, and BBC were going to do all the World Cup games in HD, and then Planet Earth turned up, and it was jaw-dropping. Yeah. And it was a, one of yep. these event type things that kind of triggered a lot of people to get HD. Yeah, it's the, tum- the yeah the tumble effect. So and, it and, started and, t- rolling down the hill. Yeah, and I just think this might be it. This might be this kind of thing. Plus, you know, the well, Netflix, the fact Sky Q's out now, which Sky is going Q. is is you know is soon to be fully enabled. And Netflix, like you say, uh, got that capability. So absolutely, it's starting that that balance is starting to tip. But it's it you know if someone was buying a TV now, it's maybe we're talking six months rather than a year so maybe it is the time now to to buy an hd tv the only problem is people still haven't figured out what format is the 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 common one what what is going to be supported and how is it going to support it because there's no saying your hd tv is going to support all of these different technologies at the moment i, so, can, I um, can tell you this now i ain't spending 30 quid on ultra hd blu-rays that's a lot of money isn't it it's a lot of money that's um that's a big ask and it's a lot of money for some something that doesn't really cost them that much more. Okay, there's a bit of investment up front, but it doesn't cost them any more to produce the actual disc. So I ain't buying bloody buying a Hobbit again in HD. <laughs> you will one day. Matrix maybe, but not not the Hobbit. Facebook has now rolled out its uh, addition to the like button, so you can actually uh, summarize your like now in sort of with a bit more precision. So as soon as you hover over the like button. It now pops up different options. You can. What are the options here? Um, you can got, love, haha, wow, sad, angry. There you go. As well as like, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's there. It kind of what pops up, and you can do that. And although the data is just sort of meant as a, 
you know, initial display now. It's not currently available to advertisers, etc. I'm sure one day it will be extended out into their graph. You you said this at the time. You think of all the you think of the all the nuances they'll be able to get. An advertiser will understand an advert that that is liked or disliked or. You know, some adverts. or make someone angry, or yep. I mean, it's still there's still obviously, you know, what does it really mean? There's still that degree of uncertainty about why are they angry about that. You know, is it because of the content, or are they angry because it's in their feed? Um, but nevertheless, it's you know, it's headed in that is that, that more detail, and people are already willing to use these different features. You can see articles have been loved, liked, yayed, wowed, cried at. So, yep, it'll work. Um. Google's pushing um, the AMP news articles. So this is the way of on a mobile device being able to get and and, and through third-party services being able to get uh, news and information quickly without all the kind of detritus. And, and again, no adverts blocking content being delivered. Uh, and, it, and it is fast. I tried it and it is, um, it is pretty good. And WordPress have rolled out the capability of WordPress.com to be able to just ping out content in the right format. So and and also if you're, if you're, if you're oh let me speak if you're self-hosted like you know we are um, and my my blog is there's a plugin already available um, and there's Facebook plugins to the equivalent for the Facebook yeah. um, content. So, um, now, so. so over the weekend I'll probably probably switch those on because certainly seen uh, in going going into to Google searching for so I tried like Brits last night because it was happening and 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 you had lots of content and you could just swipe through it all and when you clicked on it the article loaded and you know it's a bit like using like Apple News or as you see the instant yes. articles on Facebook and it does make a difference see that see that seeing it and wanting to read more and it's just already there yeah it's like oh that's nice I'm not waiting for this page to load in adverts and that's I mean you mentioned that as well that the, the kind of pop over type adverts they're all gone. You know, that's yeah. So, yeah, it literally nice. comes down to the content, a bit like the old readers used to do. Um, but whether again that that's a sustainable model for some of these guys, we'll yeah, we'll see how popular it is. Um so yeah, Mobile World Congress is going on and the big manufacturers are sort of showing us what's going on, uh, obviously except for Apple. So HTC Vive, this is the Valve um um through virtual reality headset. They've announced their pricing. So, uh, although there were rumours that they were going to be in excess of a thousand dollars, they've come down to seven nine nine for their device, but still a couple of hundred dollars more expensive than um, the um, the other one. <laughs> I can't remember. Rift. Thank you. Um, so the Rift drifts but, coming but, it, but still close enough that it's in the same region of. Yeah, and so people straight away were like, Rift six hundred. This is eight hundred. It's a no brainer. I'm going for Rift. Uh, but the Rift doesn't come with the the controller mobile. No, this comes with extra bits. And this yeah. is coming with those. It's coming with you know other you know. So and HTC are known for their hardware prowess and their you know. So the, the I, obviously I, you can't you know past performance is no guarantee of future success whatever. But it's nevertheless I trust them. I, the only thing I I think Rift has still got that um, you know the popularity of namespace because they've been around talking about this for so long and maybe they've got more developer injection so we'll see whether valve can spur that 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 you know because it is the developers that will ultimately make this succeed or fail or the technologies combining so that it doesn't really matter what headset you're using they're still using the same underlying sort of technologies uh, yeah uh, but but um super, and, and this is a bit where it's like i knew this was. are you gonna happen. say super excited i was <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just just like episode one of Digital Outbox. I was reminded Super today, excited. reminded today by my old boss that he, he heard something in his new office down in Barrow that um, they said super excited, and he, he snapped his head down thinking <laughs> it's a Digital Outbox listener. <laughs> but clearly it wasn't. Um, and I think we have the monopoly on being super excited. Oh, I think I do. Um, <laughs> but but for me, this is this is what the last almost like three years. Uh, th- th- yeah. This is it because we've got the, the Vive out early April. Uh, the Rift's out March. You can pre-order, you know, Rift. You can pre-order the the Vive from next next Monday, and on I think it's March the fifteenth. Um, Sony at the Gamer Developer Conference are doing a press conference all around their headset because it's going to be out by June. So we'll get prices, how to order, and and that's the one I'm. I mean, I have to get because I'm not I'm not going to buy a PC for one of these headsets. As much and, as I like yeah. the idea of it, it's, it's yeah. not going to happen. And and given, you know, given the the fact this is designed around computer technology, and given the fact that all games, uh, well, a vast majority of games are now created in a three D environment, and given that processing power is now sufficient that you can develop, you know, a computer can create two of these three D environments. It's not beyond, you know, everything can be converted to be three D. I've just there's, had this mad notion. I'm sitting here thinking, why don't I buy this? Why don't I buy a gaming PC? Yeah, well, why why don't you? I mean, it's quite... It is... Depend... Let's say, again, six months, and this thing's going to be exciting. Oh, <laughs> that's got me thinking. I might be looking at PCs for the first time in eight years. Purely a three... You know, just this virtual reality PC. And oh, I think I, just, I think other people will be on board. But I, it depends. it depends how good the console experience it you know the console versions are and whether they are up to snuff and whether console because that the problem is consoles are fixed in their hardware spec and they either will be able to cope with the the, the fidelity or not and that's that's it and on, i think on, so, and i think for, for the for the rift or the the five you're, you're basically looking at two grand spend by the time you get there'll be but there'll be bundles which can be cheaper but to be future compatible yes you probably are talking about that. and i think with the, I mean, the playstation my gut feel it's going to be 400 quid, 500 quid, yes. because I think they're talking about it's not just a headset, but there's a booster box. Because so I know you said it was fixed in time, the technology, and it is... So the booster box might help, yeah. But I think there's this kind of add-on box that is doing a bit of... It's got a bit of grunt in it. Um, and they are a bit... I mean, the thing is, they are... Oh, okay, fair enough. They can add add-on boxes, but we're in early in the cycle of this next-gen. Next-next-gen, if you like. Exactly, because so people are talking about... you know, what, We're probably talking about the... Five, five seven years yeah i think so unless something drives it like like you know you know all of a sudden you know virtual reality becomes a massive thing and it's it's like yeah and that might i mean but how, how 360 was that around 15 years something like that it was it was a long time much just, longer than it just felt a long time because you kept on getting a new one every two years <laughs> yeah well they yeah they kept on doing the same thing over and over again never yeah anyway so yes uh this this might be the technology that that spurs that on. Uh, other things happening at Mobile World Congress. So uh, Samsung have shown their S7. So their S6 was uh, well received, but not as well received as their their S5 and the S3 particularly. Uh, the S7 they're saying is a kind of return to form. It's a nice looking device. Uh, it's not, nothing revolutionary as far as its uh, look goes. It's similar, um, but it has moved itself on as far as it's back to being expandable. It's back to adding the features that, that differentiated the S3 over over the Apple alternatives, uh, and it's being well received. Yeah, and I think I think that was the that was the the, the kind of the big plus. Um, I, I, 
still looks very much like it's almost like the iPhone and the the S seven or S six are all just much of a muchness. You know, it's very hard to tell yes. the difference looking at them now. Um, as you say, this has got its expandability back. So it lost last year's update, lost its micro SD. They almost went for build quality and, and let's go for that Apple market. And yeah, and it, although it's massively popular, it just didn't sell as much as the previous ones because people like being in slightly cheaper. And also, I can just slap my my SD card in and and yeah, you know, I can, I don't... suddenly I can I can now save more videos and I can transport them easy and I can Absolutely. move them to another device easier as well. And, All those things. And and the nice thing, the Edge has actually got more of an update. Um, and and Shaq's got that as a work phone now. So he's got the S6 mm-hmm. Edge. It's a really nice phone, but actually. So you've seen one now. You've held. You've yeah. seen one in the flesh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shaq uses it, and it's it's nice. But but the Edge stuff is pointless. And um... it is pointless. But I I think I said to you at the time when I first saw it, it still feels and looks nice for having I, that Edge. I, I don't know it's why. A, it's I agree a, it's that it's a lovely use... phone. The use case for it is is fairly weak source, so it's, but nevertheless, the actual device having a screen that goes around an edge, it, something about it feels good. Yep, and it's a lovely phone. It's unbelievably slippery in the hand. It it, mm-hmm. it feel it feels like a bar of soap, and I don't know if it's just the way. And it, it, they've touched on that with this design. They've put a slight curve in the back. They've made it easier to hold because see, when you hold it, it doesn't feel secure. And early and early reports say that the S7 has fixed some of that. The the ergonomics of holding it in your hand are now better. Um, Samsung will also come out with um, their uh, consumer three uh, three sixty camera, and, and and gosh, it looks good. It's like a little a little ball, a bit bit like the old um, Yeti blue mics, you know, the little ball, yep. ball mics, that kind of size, with a camera at the front, camera at the back, which is uh, got unbelievably one hundred and ninety degree um, viewing angle, and having two of those, they can stitch together, and they've got a slight overlap to make that stitching uh, pretty seamless. Uh, and early reports are it does a great consumer job, so you will be seeing more three D, uh, you know, three D videos coming to Facebook soon. And what's driving this is the it's, it's not the big high end gaming headsets we're talking about, but it's these you know hundred dollar yes, the... um, Samsung headsets that are yeah, that... Uh, absolutely. Well, they're, they're, so they're tied to Oculus, and I think Oculus partnered with them. Um, but I read an article the other day; they reckoned that the manufacturing cost for these is around about fifteen to twenty dollars because it's a plastic... well, Google Cardboard show. It's that exactly. kind of you know Cause really because everyone's got a phone already; it's easy access. Yep, yeah. and it's a plastic case with a couple of lenses, and the lenses yeah. are pretty cheap to make. And um, now that they've got the design nailed, uh, slide on your phone, and you've got a really usable headset. Uh, because that's all that's all the big headsets are doing. Effectively, they're taking mobile um, technology and whacking it into a headset. So you just have your mobile phone already. And okay, it's not going to give you that plush environment and uh, you know locked off from the the rest of the world. But it's easily enough to get the effect. And and uh, and actually, is probably going to be far more usable because you're not going to have all those sickness things because you're not going to sit this this stick this thing on your head for hours on end. The, the best picture from the Samsung conference, and I put it at the, in the show notes, which is great <laughs> for listeners, um, but was, the, was, was Zuckerberg working on, because he was a big kind of special guest, and they'd given everybody one of these you know, headsets, and they're all wearing it, so nobody's yep. looking at them in real life. They're all looking at them, coming on stage, and they're in, looking at it in 360 degrees. In 360, and yep. it, it is the, it, if this is the future, I, I want to get off. 
I'm quite happy <laughs> yeah. with a game. Scream if you want to go faster. But, but it's like you know sitting sitting in a conference room with a hundred. Sure, but people. the point is that that next year they won't have to sit in that conference room. They can Absolutely. be sat at home, but be in that conference room. What's the dip? There is no difference. And I and I um, can't I can't wait for that. We, 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 so we've been watching a bit of the old Twitch Halo videos recently. Mm. You've you've become an addict. I've kind of shut up. No, I haven't. That, privately, I've <laughs> okay. become an addict of watching Halo. <laughs> I, I, and I, and I, as I said to you, imagine this a year from now or two years from now, and you stick the headset on and you wander around the game. You're not watching yep. what you're not watching what the shoutcast is telling you to watch or pressing. He's pressing a button. It's like you're choosing. You're in that game the environment. It's all happening around about you, and it's like that is that that's going to be some experience. Yeah, even I mean, even on just to start with, even if that's on delay, so it's not a a live experience. Just being able to just go and dip into an actual game and just do an experience. Just being in all these universes that we play in but just feeling like they're real size because that, that's one thing if you have never worn a headset before it's to the sheer scale of everything that 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 makes that's an eye-opener so or, or, so even even as, as even as awesome as something that can look on a flat monitor as soon as you're in it, you're actually in that environment you would just wouldn't believe how big everything is and how in, engrossing and in, in you know all encompassing it is are you thinking of a touring car race or a rally you know, a rally that, where you actually that, feel like you're there, yeah. that, that you're moving around, and mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> yes, it's all good. Um, yep, LG's also come out with their G5, so this is their um, their pre- premier, you know, premier product. Uh, and their kind of selling point on this is that they're adding these their helper modules, basically. So they're one of the first consumer models that's actually coming with add-ons, so you can. You can clip on a, a camera phone helper, which adds uh, a physical button. It adds some jog controls. Um, it adds uh, additional battery power. And you can literally just clip it into the bottom of your phone and, and off you go. And they've they've added a couple of other ones as well. Um, I, haven't, I haven't got these to my fingertips, but was, basically uh, so one was it's high, a nice phone with additions. Yeah, and one was high-end audio. So if you're really a, if you're an audiophile and you want to, you know, more storage and also a DAC on it so that it plays back in higher quality, slide it in. Mm-hmm. An interesting concept. And the phone got well-received. I just, I still think it's, it's so niche that, that I can't... It may, it may be, but the, mod, the idea of modules and add-ons is we've seen it in different like google were trying to develop or a company i think google were working with trying to develop a fully modular phone that you literally well, it was motorola wasn't it motorola had the yeah so, so yeah that it would have been their their division yeah um uh, and this is kind of the first reality of that which is okay it's fairly minor at this point but nevertheless i think it's a you know when someone buys a phone they want it for a year but this is this is offers them the chance to change that phone you know, however that may be, and just tweak it for for their particular need. If you're going somewhere where you happen to want audio, you take you clip in your audio. If if you're going somewhere where you, you know you're going to take photos, clip in the, the photo helper. I, I I quite like the concept. I I, I do. I, I mean, it's, it's kudos to them for doing something different. Um, yeah. and, and I think they probably have to just to try and get away from um, what the Samsungs and and Apples are doing because you know what Apple's going to bring out, and you kind of know Samsung's going to bring out what it's bringing out plus a whole lot of derivatives so it needs to do something um different they also showed um that they too have a 360 cam um because that's yes. obviously the market that's coming out they also have a vr headset VR... it's like a it's quite, it's quite a good looking little headset well, the v- that's the one. it was very different in that you mm-hmm. know how you, you talked about everybody's got a phone and you just slide it in they used the phone to actually power it and, and do the yes, process it was actually a headset of its own device its own screen yeah. so uh, mm-hmm. a kind of different concept but again looked looked nice so it's um it's going to be interesting, probably like you know, end of this year, 
just to see where yeah, it we're, goes. Yeah, we're six months away from everything we're talking about now. We're probably about six months away, if not a little bit further. Uh, we'll start seeing it in about six months. So. Yeah, there was an amazing, um, what was the film? Gravity, you know, with, with um, where they're in space and there's all the disasters and they're all floating around. There's an amazing game coming out for Oculus, Oculus which is, is mimicking that. I, I, and I, 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 the video for that, I just saw it through the week. I was like, that's going to be, that is going to just be amazing. Game, the games developers are, you know, they're, they're in for a sweetie store of, of ideas. And, and, it, and it does, it's, a, it's a game changer. Um, something which wouldn't work on a flat screen will definitely work in VR. You know, there's, there's loads of concepts that, and people, they're going to have to work out what, you know, really just ticks this. And, and the experience length as well, because, for some users, they won't be able to have these headsets on for very long because they will no. get ill. When you so it'll be play, this. How exactly. it'll be, they'll, they'll come to that sweet spot of, you know, the, what works as far as engrossing you in something, and what works as far as time, uh, and 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 not to forget that this will be something that you know, a bit like the Wii was, you know, past the controller. This is going to be past the headset and um, try and make an experience which is good for the person doing, you know, experiencing it, but also funny for the people in the room, maybe. I don't know, just something along those lines. Well, and I, and I, and I think of things like, you know, I think back to when I was a kid, and, and I've seen a kid even the last few years, just playing Elite, something like that, where you're in space, that whole, or even, you know, even some sort of, you know, um, flight sim, you want to be able to look around and being able to have that headset on and be able to look around. Uh, I even think of things like Pilot Wings, which I loved in the SNES. I just think it, it's it's it could really give you that feeling of I'm actually skydiving and I'm looking around and oh horror's going to be a big genre for me. I, oh, I see, just I know it. Yeah, I don't like that idea. <laughs> no, exactly, but exactly, it will be it'll be too real almost. Yeah, so maybe it, maybe it'll be too get, take a step too far, but nevertheless, it will be a very successful genre as it's, far as yeah. to you know physically make you that scared and, and there's people after that scaring you know everyone likes to go to watch a horror movie well, there's lots of people out there that like to go and see a good horror this is going to be far far scarier anyway so that that's um go, all go, to come all about six months away tell um, you what, go, go to govern as done a friday night that's a horror <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, nice. it's like an episode of the walking dead oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to find out more I need um, to get you to Glasgow to show you what Govan's like. You've got no idea. <laughs> You're right. I don't. I will have. Um, I'm a wide-eyed innocent. I'll I'll, I'll go there tomorrow and take a little video. <laughs> <laughs> Digitaloutbox.com to find out who we are, what we are, what we talk about. Um, you can talk to us info at digitaloutbox.com. Um, we're on Twitter as digitaloutbox. Um, I'm on Twitter as cheesy UK, and you can follow my racing stuff. My racing blog is academyracer.co.uk. It's only ooh, a couple of weekends, and so not this weekend, next weekend, I will be out in the car for the first time. So uh, that will be exciting. Um, so more to come on the blog on that front. Uh, where can we find you? My blog is ind.net, and I'm on Twitter as Shripa. Lovely. Let's go play some Halo. Uh, I'll download that update. <laughs> okay. Uh, speak to you next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.